gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman, Melissa Itell Duran. You can see her. Uh, in both documentaries uh, on her in uh, MelissaItellJoran.com or on Melissa Vision on Roku and, uh, and Amazon Fire. And uh, it's a work in progress. But uh, the lady uh, who's got several books and uh, a long radio series before becoming her, her show host, her own show host, and you can hear her on 124 different outlets. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Melissa Itell. Joran, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, uh, you know, storm tracking, I guess, like everyone else. Uh, I had a, a friend, and uh, and she was in Florida, and I sent her something, and she sent me back, and she said, I'm just trying to stay away from Ian. And I was thinking, Ian, and and I actually said, I said, is that what is that an X or something? And, and she said, she said, no, no, it's the storm. And I was like, oh my, I felt stupid. The storm down in Florida is uh, Ian, and it was a hurricane, and then it, uh, you know, it's downgraded to tropical storm Ian, but it's uh, it's it's caused a mess everywhere it went. I mean, have you been following it at all? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just horrible, and of course, um. You know, this is uh, this is Ron DeSantis' state, and of course, the politics is mixed in with this. And there's there there's this uh, ongoing uh, ongoing media feud with um, uh, you know he he, he sent the president to come to the aid of Florida, and and, and of course the view counting on it. You know, the view the wonderful show with the cuckling hens. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> my favorite people and uh, they um, you know they said well of course the, the, the citizens of Florida are the president's people too he cares about everybody what do you think why don't you take some of the money you use from Martha's Vineyard and help your own people I mean you know it's just it's just a, yeah. a back and forth it's, you know it's it's bad enough we have this terrible storm. Yes, there are people saying now uh, that, uh, especially not just not just the media, but uh, late night talk show hosts are uh, uh, saying now that all, all of this, all of this is is the, is the fault of climate change, and 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 it's the right the right's fault that this is all happening because we're all climate change deniers. So. Wow. You know, it's a storm. Wow. It's a terrible event. It's, it's, it was a Category 4. It was a really devastating. I, I don't know how this compares with uh, Sandy from 10 years ago. Uh, what, what, what was Sandy? Was she a, a Category 5? I don't I really it was know less. the term. It just uh, – it, it was a superstorm. So it was a – Superstorm, yeah. yeah it, it was downgraded, but just the way it hit somehow – I forget what they said. It gave us an explanation, but Sandy was a disaster – because of yeah. the way it, the angle or something like that that it hit on, and it mm-hmm. just uh, it just wiped out uh, so much, and it really it affected people's lives forever, Sandy. Oh, and it Terrible. still does. It still does. You know, in 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 uh, in New York, uh, New York City, um, I don't think very much has been done to uh, to address the problem around Staten Island and and uh, uh, building up shore, you know sh- building up their shoreline. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Um, I don't think that we um, we've addressed it enough. Uh, you know, uh, Katrina was uh, mm-hmm. was the first real disaster, and 
and uh, you know, well, recently, I guess of the of the new century, the first real uh, disastrous storm, and when that hit, the problem was that uh, the levees broke. Right? Is that that what happened? The the levees mm-hmm. in the yes, in in New Orleans, yeah, in uh, yeah Louisiana. And, and that required a lot of people were were stuck in the the uh, Astro Dome. Is that correct? The Superdome. Superdome. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I got my my domes mixed, mixed up. up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, but the Astrodome was uh, was utilized during um, uh, Hurricane Harvey, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know that was in Houston, and uh, so the Houston Astrodome was actually utilized there. But the Superdome is what you're referring to, right? And people. Uh, living there and uh, and staying there yeah that was a complete disaster and i don't know i mean what are we hearing about ian now i i mean i'm not up on it as much as i i I should be and that sounds terrible because um i've just been caught up on on everything else but what what what's going on i mean uh i I heard over a hundred people are confirmed uh, dead already and and that's uh it, maybe that number is low by the time i'm giving it now but uh have you heard uh death toll yeah i'm hearing and th- there is a death toll and there i don't know if that's an exact death toll but yeah i hope I, w- I hope it's not but yeah it's it's pretty bad i mean it's um i mean, it, it, I mean this is very likely i mean you can't you you cannot expect a, a death toll uh, to, to to climb in, in something like this. I mean, it, it, it's 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 almost uh, a given, unfortunately. Yeah, it's just uh, you know amazing. Um, death toll mounts. I'm just looking at USA Today, and uh, you know that's a uh, uh, that's just uh, it, you know an absolute disaster. Everything that's um, uh, that's happening there, and our hearts go out to the people that are uh, suffering yes. directly from it mm-hmm. um and uh i i just yeah i don't even know what to say to uh, you know the the folks out there that they're, they're suffering uh super sand uh super uh, storm sandy was close at home we didn't get it too bad we were out of power for mm-hmm. um uh, you know for about a week and uh, mm-hmm. we got a generator and we didn't really know how to use mm-hmm. it properly so yeah. we just got it to use it for the uh for the refrigerator uh, but it right. was uh, it was very sad. We had my niece living with us for a month, and oh, yeah, yeah, and because she was in Lindenhurst by the water, and Lindenhurst, uh, for those who don't know, is a you know is a community on the south shore of Suffolk County, New York, on Long Island, and, and they got destroyed. I'll tell you, it has affected that family forever, and uh, yeah. they they've never quite got over it. They were uh, they they were all living in different places. Um, I think the father stayed on, uh, you know, like in, in the house. Well, the house was destroyed, but uh, stayed on um, mm-hmm. his boat at the house. And, oh, no, really? And my cousin yeah. stayed with her mom and had the mm-hmm. two youngest ones. Well, no, I had the, the two middle ones uh, with her, and we had the youngest one. for You know, it was really uh, a family that was affected. And we just yeah. had uh, April as my niece's name just for a you know, short period of time, but... Um, 
uh, you know, we we could see, you know, the separation anxiety that was, oh, going, sure. that was going on. Yeah, that's terrible. terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. People's lives were torn apart, you know, property destroyed. I can't imagine the mayhem and the the fear of, of, of being caught there. Or, or, and, and, of course, the, the dread of coming back and seeing everything in shambles, you, your car underwater, your house collapsed and, 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 and sewage flowing through. I mean, it's just awful. And... And the, uh, I mean, uh, there there must have been a lot of uh, tremendous loss of life. Uh, I mean, you know, Long Beach is another community that suffered horribly in the aftermath of, of Sandy. Yeah, right. Uh, just terrible. Um, did you get hit hard where no. you are? No, I was very fortunate. We were living. Uh, we we were actually we were in Great Neck. We were we had not yet moved to our house. We were living um, a little farther down, and we were very fortunate. I mean, the winds were there, and and uh, but we we had power throughout. We were very fortunate, and of course, the schools were were closed. Everything was out of commission. Uh, for, oh, I think it was for about a week or so. But we, um, I heard stories about other residents who um, I don't know where they where they went to get fresh water to get uh, to get uh, toiletry and. And, and showers. I don't know where they went, but they they didn't have that, and they had to go out to eat all the time. They had no, you know, their refrigerators were dead, and it was what an experience. But everybody everybody bonded together, you know, to uh, to, to come through with that, uh, come through, and um, it was uh, it was quite um, quite an ordeal. And um, but I uh, there's still people who are suffering, as you said, to this day. Who haven't received restitution? Uh, who lost their homes? Who had to relocate? Some people didn't know, didn't have anywhere to go, and they had to sleep at a, I don't know, um, some kind of shelter. They didn't have family. I mean, it, it can't imagine the, the what the, the the worst case scenarios. Yeah. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, MelissaItellJoran.com is where you should go. Check out the documentaries. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, yeah, I just I I don't know what the aftermath of Ian is uh, going to be, but I I have to imagine it's going to be heartbroken uh, or heartbreaking, I should say, and and uh, so many people are going to be displaced and everything else. I mean, what what are the initial reports? Uh, and and again, you know, I know we're media, but hopefully we're we're a little straighter on everything. Uh, you know, sometimes I feel like the uh, the media is cheering this on. They're cheering on the the tragedy mm-hmm. some of them you know and i i know they're not right but sometimes i get that feeling like they well, want the sensationalism they want the oh yeah have yeah. you seen the weather channel <laughs> i mean they're just loving this right i mean they love this oh yeah they are yeah the, what the head meteorologist jim cantor is his name i think yep. um he loves to get into the middle of everything. He he loves to be swept away or or thrown through the you know by the wind and and he did that the the other day. He was actually I think he got hit by a branch, and then he just held on to a a, 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 a um, to one of the lo- remaining um, po- uh, lamp posts or 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 traffic light posts because there was no tra- there was nothing on there just a, a a long you know thin tall metal post. He was holding on to that for dear life. I think they like to do that. They, it's, it is. It's a sensationalism of being caught in the, this torrential downpour or in, or in the gale force wind or being flapped around everywhere. It makes for great television. <laughs> yeah, you're not, uh, you're not kidding. I, the the mm. one thing that I worry about uh, with those people, mm. you know, they're out there and they're, and yeah. they're getting 
thrown around by the wind and they're uh, and they're waiting there. I just worry about like a street sign or something like that coming towards them and yes. gashing mm-hmm. them in the head. And and I'm sure oh boy, yeah, happen like that. It must have yes. But you know who was responsible for this sensationalism? Who started it all? Who? Do you know? Dan Rather, back in 1962, this is just, a, 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 I guess, a trivial trivia yeah. fact. He started this in 1962 when he was covering a hurricane. I don't know which one. Um, I didn't even know he covered hurricanes. I thought he started his career covering the JFK assassination, but he did other things like that. And it was his idea because it would, it would you know, crank up the ratings for whatever – station or news yeah. broadcast he was with at the time. So that's going back 60 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that he did. I know he mm-hmm. did some war reporting in Vietnam. Right? Mm-hmm. Vietnam. That. Right. And, right. And right. That. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're talking about uh, the storm reporting. It's become dramatic. It's become really, you know, this is their Super Bowl. This is their, this is what mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're, they wait yep. for. And it's like, yes, it's here. And, and whatever. <laughs> Let's get ready. Let's, and they all have these special outerwear, you know. Yeah. They don't just wear their whatever they want. It, it, it has the, the logo of the station emblazoned on the front of the of, of the top front of the uh, the lapel of the jacket. Everybody, even, you know, even in our area, you know, like um, WABC News, or NBC, everybody's got that. And I, I don't know who makes them. I don't know. Is it L.L. Bean or something like someone like that has got an exclusive contract with all the news media? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody does. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could ask. I'm going to ask around. You know, the one thing that comes to mind, and I'm biased mm-hmm. because I'm friends with the owner and all that, but right. uh, Weather Nation, you know you, you know mm-hmm. who Weather Nation is? Uh, sounds familiar. Well, Tell us more. Yeah, they're the... They're the uh, uh, the alternative to the Weather Channel, and oh, okay. and again, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. And I don't think I'm telling tales out of school, but there's a, a, a guy named Charlie Ergen, and he started Dish Network, and mm-hmm. big cowboy type guy. I met him a couple of times, and um, but at one time, and he's maybe still, he was like the eighth richest man in the world. And uh, you know, you got to think of how much you know, they had twelve million subscribers. At, uh, at at the time of, of when I'm I'm kind of pointing to this story, um, the Weather Channel was getting let's yeah, and I'm I'm making up numbers here just for brevity reasons, but I, I think it was something like five cents a, a a subscriber, and you know HBO had their own little deal where subscribers would pay a premium and and all of this, but you know, the CNNs of the world and all they were all getting about let's say five cents per subscriber. Which comes out to you know uh, you know good amount of money, so, and that's per month on twelve million subscribers, right? So, mm-hmm. the uh, the Weather Channel decided to make a play, and they said to they said to Charlie Ergen, they said, "Look, your contract's up. Um, we've changed our policy. We need a dollar per head per subscriber from you per month." So, in other words, it was going to be twelve million dollars a month for uh, Charlie Ergen to give his viewers uh, the Weather Channel, right? So, right. you know, it's $144 million, uh, a year. And uh, and he was like, and, and if you knew Charlie Ergen, he's a tough cowboy. I mean, he wears a cowboy hat. He's a tough guy. Yeah. And he said, Is he what? from Texas? Yeah, no, he's from, I, I, he's from Colorado. Um, oh, but I don't okay. know where he's from originally, but he's he's real, you know, he's a real live cowboy. I mean, he's a, he's mm-hmm. a tough guy. I, I, I like him, you know, I admire him. But he, he turns around and 
And he said, are you out of your mind? What do you mean, a dollar? And they said, well, then go to tell your subscribers, especially the senior citizens, that you have no weather. And, uh, and you know, they hung up the phone, and they said, get back to us in a week. So he called up a guy named Rob Sig, who owned a couple of stations. He owned an outdoor cha uh, channel, I think Performance One. Uh, he owns now, and maybe that's what he had then, and a home shopping network. And I'm friendly with Rob now, you know, and, and it have been for, you know, a couple of years. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. And Charlie Ergen called and said, hey, Rob, uh, you know anything about the weather? And, and Sig said, well, I know it's raining outside. And Charlie Ergen said, that's good enough. He said, I need you to start a weather channel up real quick, uh, you know, uh, to compete with the weather channel. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I need you to do it within a week or whatever. He was like, really? And he said, yeah. And uh, so anyway, he, he, he put out, uh, I guess, Craigslist ads and different things uh, to get these beautiful models that could read, right, as long as they could read mm -hmm. and they could, they could say a storm is coming and this. And he put together a sizzle reel, right, what you call a sizzle reel mm -hmm. where you could show it and, and, and put a website together. A week later, the Weather Channel called Charlie Ergen and said, um, "said Charlie, uh, you know, we haven't gotten you a signed contract yet for the, you know, dollar per subscriber, the 140." He said, "No, I'm, I'm going to pass." And they said, "What? You're going to?" And and again, I'm I'm going. This is third-hand information I'm giving you, but you know, this is basically the story. Uh, he he said, "Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm going to go with your competitor." And they said, "We have no competitor. We're the Weather Channel. There's no other Weather Channels." And he said, "No, I'm going with Weather Nation." And they said, "What's Weather Nation?" And he said, "Well, Google them. They're they're out. They're up and coming, and and we're going to go with them exclusively." And the Weather Channel said, "Hamada, hamada, hamada, hamada," and they looked into it and they figured this is trouble. This is bad. So they came back and they offered, I guess, seven cents uh, a, a, a subscriber, and uh, along as long as the Weather Weather Nation people, Rob Sig and those guys, uh, signed a non-compete for for five years. Not to go on Dish or DirecTV, and uh, and and that's how Weather Nation got launched. And and five years, about five years after that, uh, my son, my son John, who you've met, um, yes. you know, mm -hmm. he he went out there and he was uh, uh, mm -hmm. 19 years old and he went out to live in right. in Colorado and he uh, and and he was with Weather Nation as they were their non-compete was was leaving and it was a yeah it's a great success story. And by the way, I, I think it's worth like. Yeah, you know, hundred million dollars now. The station—it's—it's it's a great success story, but uh, you know, it, and that's kind of how it started. So I'm cheering them on. And again, I—I I haven't been watching any weather, but you know, if if it's between Weather Nation and uh, and the Weather Channel, I always, you know, I I, I would lean towards uh, Weather Nation, uh, but biased, fully biased. I'm not, uh, you, you know, they're not uh, obviously they're not as big as the the Weather Channel, mm -hmm. but right, right. these mm -hmm. channels live for this this is the super bowl tornadoes uh hurricanes i mean this is it this is what they wait for all year mm -hmm. so what do you think sure. of that story this is it. that's that's amazing it's true yeah. i mean this is what this is the super bowl of of, of 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 what the climate watchers the meteorologists the the weather community the it, this is this is their this is what they, they they live for i mean i'm sure they don't wish this on people but you oh, know um yeah no but it, it this is what this is their mainstay i mean and, and also i heard there there were some tornadoes in that area you know because this this hit um ian hit the southwestern part of florida not um you know not the eastern side where you know miami and and uh fort lauderdale but i i don't know how how did orlando do 
you know, with Disney World and Hawker, such. Right? That's a little. Yeah, there, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, so maybe they weren't in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. This is this is their mainstay. This is their bread and butter. Yeah, Naples got hammered. I mean, that's right where you described uh, southwestern Florida. I know mm-hmm. Naples got it bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa did not get it that bad, from what I understand. They kind of uh, they're playing a football game there, um, and uh, it's uh, you know it it got hit. You know, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it got hit, but it, it wasn't as bad as as people a little further south got. It's but uh, again, we we you know certainly don't want to make light of what people are going through. Frank McKay here. So I tell Juren, uh, com or Melissa vision to watch the documentaries. <laughs> uh, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to play this, this uh, football game. They could have switched it to Minnesota, but they said, Nope, we're going to play it in, in Florida. And, you know, and they're, they're taking it from, from there. Tom Brady uh, spoke about it. Uh, and, you know, he, he, you know, put out his condolences to everyone who, who's out there. And they said that, you know, it's important to uh, stay normal and all this and whatever. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. And hopefully, um, hopefully there's no uh, bad uh, residual effect of them doing it. Are you, um, are you noticing uh, any differences in how the government is handling? You referred to it early on, but uh, <laughs> handling this than how, say, Bush handled Katrina. He was, he was skewered during uh and that's george w bush during katrina he got hammered for his um his his handling of that superstorm and well that, that hurricane uh katrina and and one that came afterwards and i can't remember what it was it kind of got lost in the shuffle but uh there were two there were dual hurricanes that came and katrina got all the press yeah um well, yeah, it's it's all about it's all politicized. That uh, the the, the Ian is being uh, um, caused by the, this great vast uh, lot of of climate change, um, you know, events that that uh, are divisive countries. Uh, one side says this isn't happening, the other says it's happening and it's going to destroy us, you know, before you know before our very eyes. And 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 if we don't do something now. Uh, not only we're we going to have this every, you know, maybe every hurricane season every year, we're going to have it, you know, in the next couple of months. And other regions, like New York, for example, are going to be affected by that. And um, you know, and you, you've probably heard the arguments from the the climate change deniers, most many of whom are on the right, who say, well, you know, uh, we, we, I, I can't, you know, I, I can't, we can't spend all our money saving the spotted owl. I mean, I'm just bringing, I'm right. just, you know. You know, we, we've got bigger problems in this country. We've got to do, you know, we, we've got gas prices going out. We, we, we're, 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 um, our, our standing in the world is, is diminished. Um, we're, you know, uh, we're headed down to the abyss of, of, of you know, for, the, for infinity, for, you know, for eternity. Uh, why we, we, we can't just pour everything into climate change. We've got other problems here. How about... Um, cost of living, whatever. So, you know, it goes back and forth and back and forth. Meanwhile, oh, here's another interesting thing. Meanwhile, there are, there is, um, there are two important races going on in Florida, one for the governor, which I think DeSantis will win, but nevertheless, it's still going on. Uh, you know, the, the campaigning is still going on. And for Senate, Marco Rubio's seat is being challenged by Val Demings, the former Orlando uh, police chief, who is the uh, congressional representative for her district in Congress, 
And in the midst of all this, and I don't know how this is possible when people are, are being, uh, they're dealing with catastrophic flooding and, and, and winds and, and storm surge. Uh, they're being inundated with political campaign commercials. I don't know, how are they, are they, do they think people are actually looking at this, watching television, watching their phones, their computers, when they've got to save their lives? I mean, why is this, this keeps going on? It's not about, you know, we're here to help. It's nothing like that. It's, uh, who are you going to vote for? You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's your standard, um, you know, uh, he's wrong, I'm right. I mean, it's, well, why are you doing that? You've got a catastrophe. You've got an emergency, a statewide emergency. Uh, give it up for a few days. Uh, Jeb Bush, who I imagine, I don't know if Jeb Bush still lives in Florida. Do you know if he's, uh, he was the governor one time? I, I heard he, I heard he does still live in Florida, but I don't know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he, he made a comment and said, you know, if you, instead of having this political mudslinging, uh, help people send out mass public service messages or disband the whole, you know, you know, uh, viral campaigning while this is going on, because people are, are probably, you know, in dire straits, which makes a lot of sense. It does. It, uh, it makes an awful lot of sense. Jeb Bush always made sense. He was just kind of a terrible candidate I uh, for president anyway, and, and mm -hmm. Trump just beat him up like a bully. You know, he, oh, just, yeah. he crushed him. I always said that uh, Jeb Bush was uh, was looked like the kid who was forced to play Little League by his parents and, and just couldn't <laughs> stand being there. You know, the kid, uh, you know, like crying in the outfield, you know, and and uh, he just didn't look like he wanted to be in this thing for president, especially when when Trump started attacking him. So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, but he made sense. He, he, you know, I think Jeb Bush is an intelligent guy. Oh, yes, he is. He is. But um, I, I think his brand of politics fell out of favor yep. uh, in the last few years. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa Itell Jorn is our host each and every week. Melissa Itell, author and and educator and uh, and uh, so much more. But uh, most importantly, radio show and podcast host. Melissa Itell com is the place to go. Uh, Melissa, if you if you go back to Superstorm Sandy, you know you mentioned schools. Were you teaching at that time? Um, I think I, I was. I was probably teaching um, uh, privately at that time. So, um, but the schools were nevertheless; they were all affected. Everything was closed. You know, Plus they, you had they, a baby, were, right? You had a little one, or it was, well, was yeah. It? Well, he was he was in um, he was in elementary school. Yeah. Well, his his school was closed. Everything was closed. You know, there were no generators. You couldn't get uh, buses, uh, bus service for a lot of the kids. And I think the buildings were, were, were damaged, too. I think they had electrical problems, and, and people were still, uh, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't, some of them didn't have where to live, or they didn't have, they, they didn't have their own, uh, they, were, they were in pro, you know, trouble in their own homes. Yeah, I, I mean, this has been one hell of a century so far, right? I mean, it, you, mm -hmm. you know, basically started with 9-11. Well, the, the mm -hmm. Y2K that never came, right, which is, you know, hey, you want to say we dodged a bullet. Uh, but then, you know, 9-11 came and uh, and then K Katrina and everything that happened uh, with that. Um, very polarizing elections. I guess yeah. that's always been that's always been the case. And then, you know, Obama, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when uh, when uh, uh, Sarah Palin had the line, she said, hey, how's all that hopey changey stuff working out for you? 
and uh, you know, in, you know, in other words, everybody was going to mm-hmm. say no, doing terribly and all that. And then mm-hmm. you know, you had uh, Afghanistan, and you had the uh, you know the long mm-hmm. uh, you know running situation there, and then you know, 2016, everything became very very polarized between Hillary mm-hmm. and and Trump, yeah, and then yeah. uh, you know yeah. the uh, you know the COVID came, you know, in this decade. But I mean, so far, and you know, uh, you know, a global pandemic. But a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen that we never thought would happen, and uh, a terrorist attack. I mean, I, think back of how unthinkable that was before nine eleven happened, and then you think about how unthinkable um, the the pandemic, global pandemic was before, let's say March eighteenth, two thousand and twenty. Uh, I mean, it, it was sci-fi. You told me a week before that, um, wh- you know, wh- wh- what do you think is going to happen with the pandemic? You think people are going to be wearing masks? I'd say, what are you watching, a Twilight Zone? What are you, crazy? You know, <laughs> like, you know, none of that's happening or whatever. Meanwhile, we had it. So I know. I when know. you talk about global warming and you talk about climate control, look, I'm not blaming the right by by any means, mm-hmm. but obviously there's something going on with, with climate. I just don't, uh, you know, I don't think you know, blaming the right for that is, is getting you anywhere and they're making mm-hmm. it their issue and, and they're politicizing it. The, uh, the, the left is, is politicizing it rather than saying, Hey, look, let's, let's explain this to, to people in, uh, in, in proper forms. Let's not um, combine everything with the spotted aisle, as you said, or the pipe and clover, you know, let's, let's differentiate between what's going on and, and what we can do about it, and, and let's not try to make political marks, but that's just never going to happen. I mean, the left sees this as their issue, and every time there's a major storm, they say, see, you did this. You caused this. And that's that's why we don't get anywhere in this country. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just so pol- – everything is just so politicized. I don't even think we had that that sentiment um, back during Sandy. And by the way, I think my son was not even in elementary school. I think he was – that's 10 years ago. I think he was only five at the time. So, yeah, he might have been. Well, his birthday is in December, so late, yeah. uh, late December. So, yeah, he was very, yeah, he was very little then. But, um, yeah, the schools were not, um, the, the, the schools were, were not open. The buildings had damage and the buses weren't running. So it was a, just, a, just a big mess. But, um, you know, getting back to what you're saying, I, we, we have more po- politi- politicization now than we had 10, 10 12, t- year, 20 years ago. I mean, after 9-11, everybody came back, to, everybody came together. And uh, it, 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 would, you have, would you have the same thing today? God forbid we had a, a 9-11 situation. I don't know. Not You'd have to the, No, you'd have the left, well, I mean, the right for this. And no, we're not doing this. We're not, in, I mean, it would... And let's hope let's hope we don't because I don't know how I don't know what kind of response the country would have. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, it's we we are, you, you know, we're finger pointing, and everything. I mean, the weather. My God, the weather is a uh, is, is an issue, and uh, you know, climate uh, change and and all of that is uh, you know. And by the way, it should be an issue. But what I'm saying is that for for them to say, hey, look, we're the you know, we're the ones that are going to save the earth, and you guys are the bad people. You know, look, you've got to have a dialogue. You've got to have a dialogue about these things, and you've got to lay it out. I mean, there's highly intelligent people on the left, and there's highly intelligent people on the right. And look, let's face it, there are 
there are people pointing to the Bible right now on on the right saying this is uh, this is the plague you know this these are the plagues that they talked about in the bible and this and that and um and you know what happened with the pandemic uh, was one of the plagues now the the weather and the, and the fires and all that. so you have people pointing to the bible saying here we go this is uh this is proof and then you got people on the left pointing to the uh, the right and saying, well, you did this because uh, Scott Pruitt was your uh, EPA um, uh, director or Trump did this or whatever. Yeah, yeah guess what? I, I mean, Trump wasn't around long enough to have caused this kind of trouble with uh, with our climate. This obviously has been going on for a long time. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't think that it's something you could turn a switch on and and everything will be back to normal. But if we don't have a dialogue, uh, going on uh, on these issues, um, we're we're not going to get anywhere. And uh, your your thoughts on on that? I mean, and and let's talk, you know, just briefly about uh, about climate change, and and uh, and global warming. Where are you on that? I mean, where do you think we should go to uh, to get any kind of non politicized, which is impossible, let's face it, right? But a non politicized discussion going on on what we can do to make the environment better. Well, I think, you know, it's important. We, we do have to, to rein in some of our practices with the environment. I mean, for years we've polluted the air. We've, uh, it took a long time to get people to dispose of their garbage. I mean, um, 55, 60 years ago, 70 years ago, people thought nothing of, of disposing of their garbage wherever, on the side of the road, uh, as they were driving, you know, throw it out the window and leave, and leave their, 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 their trash on a picnic area, um, you know, and that was a major thing. I remember growing up, um, you know, well, I, I wasn't around 60, 70 years ago, but anyway, but um, I think I can only remember, as far as I know, I've always re- I've seen, re- you know, receptacles and, and, and kids volunteering to clean up parks and beaches and, and hearing things about um, every summer there was a report. There's always a report about uh, needles and, and other waste or, or medical waste, or maybe these were recreational drug, you know, uh, remnants found on beaches and, and, and uh, uh, oil spills and all kinds of things. And, you know, there was no public awareness of that. And, and now, they, you know, there's the, the, the movement against uh, using BPA um, um, uh, constructed materials in plastic bottles, and all the companies now jumped on that bandwagon and said, "We don't use BPA in our, you know, in our facilities, and and uh, everything is about clean air, clean food, and you know, if you're, you know, if you're very conscious about that, and and uh, um, you, you know, you have again, but but it's also become, it's also fallen under the politicism of. Um, dome because uh, in New York I don't know what's going on in the other states but we have this we've had this um, I guess this quest to to curtail the existence or to stop the existence of the lantern bug the lantern fly is is yeah. that the correct one because according to Chuck Schumer who is our senator. <laughs> uh, Yes, that too. <laughs> he said they're terrible, destructive insects. And if you see one, squish it. Well, wouldn't you know that that ignited 
a a a fight against uh, between the 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 exterminators of the lantern bug, the lantern fly, beetle, whatever it's called. It's spotted. It's very has a distinctive coating on color on its uh, its its exterior. And those who who say no. We've got to we've got to eradicate them from the globe because they ruin um, they ruin agriculture they ruin Long Island um, uh, crops and 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 distilleries wineries and um, if, you, if you see one squish one well you've got the you know the animal rescue people the the people from PETA and and uh, and the other organizations say no you don't he's a, it's a living thing <laughs> <laughs> don't don't squish it no and the others who have, they probably have bumper stickers that say lantern flies if you see one kill it don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't let it live <laughs> and then there's probably a bumper sticker that says save the lantern flies right right it's a living thing <laughs> well that's the left fighting the left there which is kind of interesting you know i'll i'll, yeah. I'll get popcorn for that and and uh-huh. watch that fight <laughs> you know chuck schumer against aoc or or whoever uh, you know whoever it is uh you know those guys fighting with each other that would be a you know that would be something to watch um and listen to but it, look at the end of the day i think we're um we're going to find out that prevention um, could uh, could help in in the big picture, and that might be our only uh, our only hope. You mentioned people thinking nothing of throwing things uh, out their window. I remember even in the early '90s, people just throwing, uh, you know, their garbage, you know, like they're eating uh, e- eating at Burger King, and somebody just throwing mm-hmm. their garbage outside. Right. Now, if you did oh, that, yeah. forget it. Somebody would, you know, beat you up. Somebody would come in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. you know, they would, right. everybody would look at you like you're a sleaze bag or whatever. But back I then, know, it was right? Acceptable. Oh my God! Yes, you you would go to you should go to jail for that. Yes. Oh, and the of course now since we have this recycling, we've been doing the re, you know the recycling pickups in our 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 neighborhoods, and we were told that you know, incinerators are are bad for the for the air for the you know for for this for the is the combustible because of the combustibles um, that we have to separate our recycling and we and our our, our garbage and and if you're you know you shouldn't be throwing out your plastic you know takeout containers you should be we should be washing them out recycling putting them in the recycling bin uh, and and and, and there, I mean how many people probably don't and just say oh you know what the hell with this you know I'm tired I'm just going to throw it out yeah. and uh, <laughs> you could tell Greta Thornburn you know her. That that kid who, who's they, they, that she screams when she speaks. I, she's somebody's pawn, somebody's somebody's marionette uh, for the you know for the the environmental uh, crowd. I would tell her that you know what she can come and clean out my recycle my recyclables. I'm not doing it. I went and worked all day. <laughs> 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 that is, uh, yeah. Well, listen, I, uh, that, uh, that's where we are, you know. I mean, we're uh, we're getting there. You know what? When you said recycling, and uh, and and again, this will be a whole other subject. Um, but when it, when the recycling thing hits, I'm big into that. You know, like I wanna I wanna save my. If you look at my car, it's a mess. I have uh, empty uh, plastic bottles around, and yeah, uh, and right. I I keep my uh, my uh, cardboard. Until it's the day, and then you you have one day a week for this, one day a week for that. But somebody's telling me, and again, this is a subject for another time. 
that when you do that, it all ends up in the landfill. Anyway, and that's discouraging. So that's like, why am I bothering right. here? I know. But you know what? Everybody uses his or her. Most people use his or her car for some kind of storage. You know, <laughs> you know right. now we have to take now we have to carry our own bags. And I remember when this started in New York anyway, um, just when the pandemic hit and the lockdown started, when we were told, sorry, you have to bring your own shopping bag. We don't you know, plastic bags are outlawed. And, and, and on top of everything, you had to worry about what was legal and what wasn't. You had to worry about bringing your own your own shopping bag. <laughs> yep. It shows you the intelligence, the, the mentality of the New York State Legislature. Yeah, crazy. Uh, well, listen, we started with uh, Ian. Let's uh, let's end with Ian. And again, our hearts and, and prayers and thoughts go out to those suffering out there. And we just got to, uh, you know, we, we just got to hope that the the uh, aftermath is uh, is manageable for those folks and. Uh, to all uh, the people out there, just um, hang in there. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's real easy for us to say, um, but we, um, you know, we really, uh, you know, we we need to hope that everything goes well. Um, how how bad when we all look back at this, say a week later or two weeks later, what is this going to be? Is this going to be Harvey uh, like we had in in Houston? Um, is this going to be uh, Katrina? Uh, you know, I, I you know, hope not. That was the, the worst. And or Superstorm Sandy. Um, wh- what is this? Where is this going to end up being as far as uh, disaster wise? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it will peter out. They say it's already going to be downsized, uh, but it's, it's, it's going to hit the Carolinas. We'll see that what damage it, it leaves in its wake, and then um, I'm sure something else is brewing. Uh, we, you know, hurricane season is uh, hasn't ended. I think it's we're in the we're in the, the the thick of it, but you know we're still we're going to hear a lot of arguments from from the uh, from the environmentalists who say that this is further proof, further evidence of of uh, severe climate change that needs to be addressed now because. Of, as in the words of the great AOC and and the and the and the gang of four, yes, we're we're on the we're, we're only what are we less than a decade away from our own demise. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're dead. We're finished. Yes, we're dead. We're dead men. We're dead people walking. Right. <laughs> we're, we're the Walking Dead. We're the. We're That's the right. We just don't yes. know it. <laughs> we don't know it yet, but we'll get our own show. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, and as always, we we thank uh, everyone. Thank you for, for yes, tuning we do. in. We do, we do, we really do, and we hope everyone is safe. If you're listening anywhere near those affected areas, please take good care of yourself, and and stay safe. We 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 want you to be uh, healthy and and well, to be healthy, well, and uh, to be free from any fear. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Uh, You've been listening to the Melissa I Tell Jorn show. Frank McKay here urging everyone to go to MelissaITellJorn.com. And we'll see you all next time on the Melissa I Tell Jorn show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Jorn and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.